okay? She's crying. <laughs> Why would you cry already? <laughs> I think I have allergies or something. Only this eye will just always be so <laughs> watery. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. you know when you can only breathe out of one nostril? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Is it like one-sided? <laughs> can you only breathe through your right? <laughs> oh my god! Like, I hope not. Your tongue. Oh. <laughs> okay, you're fine. <laughs> Other than your adult eczema? Yes. How was your week? How was my week? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was farking amazing. Farking I think that's, amazing. Yeah, that's my new word. I think I said it like three times during our call today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my favorite word, farking. Like, that's so farking awesome. <laughs> You're farking great. <laughs> I don't know where I even got it from. Like, I don't even know. Don't even ask. What do you mean you don't know where you got it from? That's you straight know? up from Gloria. She's like, oh, is it really? She's like, what the fuck? Okay, okay, that answers. I was like, why am I? No, because I literally was like, why did I start saying this word? Like, literally, I was like, why is this in my brain vocabulary? Like, why, why do I know this word? Oh, all right. So, sorry. Credits to Gloria. But, uh, um, yeah, I just started saying that, like, a lot. Oh, yes. It's fucking awesome. Um, and... Uh, this week was really good. I just feel like everybody was nice this week, you know? Oh, that's know? nice. Yeah, except for my eyes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I got, like, somebody just randomly gave me a Starbucks gift card at work. Somebody was huh? somebody pinged me and was like, hey, you want some, like, chocolate-covered strawberries? Uh, huh? Yeah, I yes. do. Uh, and, like, just like, hey, Julie, here, you have a cookie. Oh, my God, people love me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, people were just really, really nice this week. And I also had a mental... I had a mental rest day last week and it was really nice because I feel like my dad really missed me. Aww. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, I don't know, relate, but like, I mean, dating is hard, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Dating, work, school, family, it's a little hard. And I feel like I, I need to like condition my dad. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. I need to condition him to normalize like me hanging out with him like once every maybe two weeks because I feel like I gave him too much attention my entire life. You gave your dad too much attention yeah, your yeah, entire yeah. life? Yeah, my dad. Not my boyfriend. My dad. Uh, so it's like I think he feels – yeah, he was definitely be just at me. He was deaf be just. Oh, because you're hanging yeah. out with your boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I you feel like so. that was like grandma – or i mean grandmas are just like so blunt especially like korean grandmas but she was like you need to spend time with me right now because i know when grant comes back you're gonna (laughs) leave me i was like oh she said that yeah exactly yeah so i can feel that so yeah i don't know it's supposed to be a mental rest day which it completely was but i feel like it was more of a like a little play date play date with your dad yeah with um with daniel Daniel, yeah, Daniel, with, with Daniel, yeah, with Daniel. Oh, creativity. dang! <laughs> wow, I'm really glad you had a good week. Um, yeah, I've also been feeling like really, really grateful this week. Mm. Um, I think that's something that I've been like wanting to practice is just gratitude and just mm. like living in the present and not like so much worrying about the future. And I feel like this week especially, um, I just felt like lots of love from family, from friends, mm. from strangers um Mm. and then for our church we have like small groups we call them bridge groups Mm. and we were on a break for like months a couple months right and yeah yeah. it's been a while and i think i forgot like how 
nice it is to like connect with people um so it was really nice like just seeing everyone so yeah it was a good week also we live in the same house kara <laughs> but <Do> you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the same house but at the same time i'm like oh i don't think i talked to you like too much so how you been <laughs> like segue. i literally can hear you through the wall sometimes Me too but i, I don't everything <laughs> oh, oh okay how am i i'm good i also feel like it's funny that you guys both said like people were just being randomly nice because i also weirdly had so i had this group project in my um occupational therapy class yeah and we had a group project and no one was helping like usual and then Mm. one of um uh, one guy in my group he was like oh let's call like i can help you out and then after we like finished um talking about the project he like genuinely seemed like just so interested to like get to know me like it wasn't just like a let's do this and like dip you know how it usually is but he really like we talked for like an hour after and like we just got to know each other and then i literally started crying i felt crazy because (laughs) i was like this is the first like time someone has like like i don't know someone random i like barely Mm. knew him you know who like Mm. just wanted to like talk and like see how i was doing um so that was like the highlight of my week um the rest is pretty much the same every (laughs) day but i am finding that i'm like um appreciating like the little like those little things more because before i would you know that would just kind of go over my head but yeah so yeah oh yeah that's so sweet that is really nice. i also bought this these clothes this whole outfit is new and i opened it literally right before this and i love it Where's i it love it too thank you it's from genie genie pick it's like a i think that's the name but it's like a korean brand mm. um yep oh <laughs> yep yep it's yep, like yep. j-i-n-n-i like yeah pick right yeah it's really cute like Showed she- up on my insta ad and then i oh i ordered something from an insad before and it never came (laughs) (laughs) i want my 1999 refunded (laughs) oh gosh But yeah, thank you guys for just always supporting us. We've been feeling a lot of love lately. And I think that like this is just going to be like a really special episode because uh, we have my sister on the podcast. Hi. (laughs) Her name is Kara Lee. (laughs) Kara Sky Lee. Hunter. E. Hunter. (laughs) Sky is spelled with an E. um yeah just uh just a bit of background on our relationship so after my sister was born um she came home and about two weeks later apparently i asked my parents oh when can we return her to the hospital this is true a 14 day refund uh no no all jokes um but yeah we are about like three and a half years apart so yeah i'll let her take the floor (laughs) hi i'm (laughs) kara i am hannah's younger sister um i am currently at usc studying communication i'm a third year and um 
yeah, just a little bit about myself. I I'm a dancer, so mm. I'm I spend a lot of time doing that. Uh, I'm on two teams at, or I was on two dance teams at USC. Now I'm just on one. And what are the dance teams? So I was on the USC Song Girls, which is kind of like the cheerleaders at USC. Like um, literally at the football games. Yeah. So like the pom poms at the football. Games. <laughs> the pom poms. <laughs> The big ass five pound pom poms that I had to dance with, um, and then my other team is Chaotic Three or C Three, which is like a hip hop. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of embar. I don't know if embarrassing is the right word, but everyone in our family has gone to USC, mm. so um, mm-hmm. I think it's really cute. Oh, I think it's so cute. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I think it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like or just to see like you know i feel like i'm such a, a loyalist you know a yeah yeah prideful person like yeah. it's just so nice that all four of you guys can dress up together and yeah. you know go to the coliseum yeah. and fight yeah, on and fight and on, fight on. Yes. together. no yeah the trojan spirit is strong in this house <laughs> oh yeah it's a literal trojan family <laughs> <laughs> but even though it's cute it definitely like came with I guess like cons as well because like obviously you Hannah um for those who don't know she graduated or you graduated early yeah from high school so you went to USC right after junior year well actually she didn't graduate from high school right you're actually right she's a high school dropout Dropout. (laughs) damn (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay because you ended up at SC but (laughs) Because of that, and because our parents were both Trojans, when I was, like, applying, it was also just, like, the, everyone was kind of, like, asking, like, oh, are you gonna do that program as well? Like, are you gonna graduate early? And mm. um, there was already that pressure on me because I saw Hannah graduate early, and so that was, uh, that was tough. And, like, I think, I think it was almost worse because I saw the way that mom and dad pushed you and how hard they pushed you um but then when it came to me in high school it was almost like the opposite because they didn't really push me at all and so um interesting right isn't that yeah and so I felt like it was like this unsaid pressure that I had on myself because I knew if they pushed Hannah like that they obviously you know want to do the same but at and Right now, I know that they didn't because they didn't want to burn me out because that's what they feared for Hannah. Um, but they did it to Hannah anyways. Well, it's because it was like their first child. It was their first time parenting. And so, yeah. you know, all the other Asian parents are pushing their kids like crazy. And so, um, yeah, they did that for Hannah. And then when it came to me, I think they were kind of scared that they already burned Hannah out. So they didn't want to do it with me. However, for me, myself my thoughts when they weren't pushing me was oh are they not pushing me because they don't think I can do it or they don't think I can be as uh great as Hannah was almost Mm. and so I think that uh had a that gave me a lot of pressure rather than them actually like explicitly pressuring me to do well that's so crazy because like I actually really wanted that for myself Mm. because I felt like the people who really excelled in my year um like, okay, so because I have a younger sister, too, who's, you know, your age. And I never wanted, like, my younger sister to feel like doing well in school 
was for my parents because oh. I feel like you do better when you know it's for yourself right and like that's my problem with like helicopter like moms or like tiger momming is like when I'm working so hard to please my parents and then you get to kind of that that pseudo goal that you thought you were working towards like once you get there it's like you loosen up too much mm. because now that goal's kind of gone you haven't really set good like habits for yourself either so for example like right I, I felt like I had I was there was so much pressure on me all of high school and then I got to college and you know what my first thought was I'm not going to join anything that was my thought really? because I there was just so much pressure on me like I had to be in student council math club Christian club blah 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 club and you know the volunteer hours and all this stuff that I mean ASB I truly did like it but you know like for the other stuff did I do it like for myself like did I really really want to do it or was it a more transactional like oh. I have to do this to either make my parents happy or you know just like was I really passionate or into it to begin with mm. you know so shallow surface level wow I actually like this like brings me back because I think that growing up like at the very beginning don't get me wrong like my parents like put a bit of pressure on me but I think at a certain point of like you know constantly feeling pressured through elementary school and middle school like I I began to like put that pressure on myself like I remember freshman year in geometry class of high school I that's when I got my first beat ever in my life and I straight up had a breakdown all hell broke loose in the house I was tell you (laughs) my friends were over um and i was in my bathroom i locked myself in my bathroom while my friends were in my room and i was bawling like it was it was like my world was straight <laughs> this is a true story I was like, did you say a b plus oh girl a b? that's the thing is i was so close i was like at an 89 oh that's the worst yeah wait yeah. that's the worst and so i had a straight up breakdown and it wasn't because of my parents it was because of the pressure i had put on yeah. myself um and i actually forgot about that because i think that like in recent years i've like i'm always like trying to find someone to blame for like where i am in my life and i think mm. that like naturally my parents were just like the easiest people to blame so Mm. even like when I went to USC and like wasn't necessarily having the time of my life I was like oh it wasn't my decision to go to USC like it was my parents and then now looking back like I'm like damn should I have done that and I almost like try to look for other people to blame rather than like taking the responsibility on my own but ultimately like that is just completely like wrong like i need to be like taking responsibility for my actions because ultimately like i'm the person living this life i'm the person like making my decisions um and and so like your story just like brings me back to how like i think i used to take a lot more responsibility for my own actions but in more recent Mm -hmm. years it's been like because things aren't working out for the first time Mm -hmm. i'm more like oh this isn't my fault I think that's also plays a part in why mom and dad didn't want to push me or like lead me one way or one career path because they didn't want to be blamed because they felt like Mm. they're like, was it our fault that Hannah is not having a fun time? Like, did we 
should she have not like graduated early i think that like really kind of like scared them and so for me it was like let's just lay off let's just let her do what she wants to do but because i witnessed what they what you went through and what um kind of they went through with you them not doing that for me um i don't know was just it really felt like um oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not as smart as Hannah. So why even push her? And that stemmed all from my insecurity of looking dumb. And I think that just started. I just remember like in my childhood, I don't remember my childhood really, but the one thing I literally (laughs) just blacked out. No. Yeah. I don't remember (laughs) anything until like middle school and on. (laughs) Like I don't remember. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the one thing I remember is like people like saying things kids are just mean and they'll just say whatever they want to say but um yeah memories of people saying like i'm dumb or uh there's this one memory where i was in uh i was at jfk airport and i was like what does jfk stand for and then some random old ass dude was like you don't know what jfk stands for and you're how old and at the time like okay i was a badass baby like or like a (laughs) child and so I look like three years or four years older than like I actually was and like that I already had the insecurity of like looking dumb and like so me asking that question and someone like shutting it down like oh how do you not know that Mm. it like fucking like stayed with me and so Mm -hmm. I think that like my mentality of like oh my parents think I'm dumb and that's why they're not pushing me that all stemmed from like just that insecurity that has stayed with me for so long Um, And I think it still like carries on today and is the main motivator, honestly, of like the things or the stuff that I've like, like tried at and like succeeded and stuff. Right. I mean, like growing up with like for you, Julie, what was it like in your household? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I had a very good balance. Like my mom was kind of more like she was more results based. Right. And my dad was all about the effort. Oh. But oh. but then that also like I mean if you tie the two together I don't know if you really put in a lot of effort you should be able to get the good grade you know what I mean oh, uh-huh. that's just kind of how I thought so even if I didn't get an A like my dad was always very like it's okay like as long as you tried hard and so I feel like I feel like I have a good balance I don't know I was never really about like all the grades I was never I feel like very like early on I was uh, very much so just if you are just good at what you want to do like you're bound to make money from it you're bound to succeed that that was always just kind of my mentality Mm. but I did have a lot of friends who were always in like advanced math like in the gate program and um like you know like in eighth grade like going to high school and taking like half of their classes in high school when Mm -hmm. we were eighth graders right and so not being in that maybe maybe then I was like oh I wish I was like I wish I was like with them like in this advanced class but I mean it is what it is it is what it is I wasn't whatever um but therefore for my younger sister I don't know like a part of me like was always really happy that I was kind of the like example practice child Mm -hmm. because like she had the opportunity to to enroll in the quote-unquote right classes to help her excel mm. and i don't want to speak for her but mm. i feel like the pressure didn't pan out so hot i see 
like I feel like you know our friend recently has been saying nature versus nurture a lot mm-hmm. and I think all of us obviously don't experience the same thing mm-hmm. but when you are given those opportunities I think it takes a specific type of person right to I think I know right? what you're saying I think a lot of it is personality based yeah um and it's whether like because there's certain people who are there they're just driven naturally um but then there's others where that pressure will not motivate them but it will paralyze mm-hmm, them mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, and i think mm-hmm. a lot of asian parents do not realize that there are different types of personality and like mm, people handle yes, pressure just yes. so vastly different and it's like yes. i think that's a part of like the parenting where it's like you need to understand your child first before you do what you did what worked for one may not work for the other and like <sighs> yes i think that also we realized that in quarantine i think our parents realized that and we did we realized that we're polar opposites and just our personalities and how we handle things and i guess i can say for me and my personality the it was less of like my parents like i said earlier parents pressuring me i think it's just my natural personality to like um it honestly stems from wanting to prove people wrong or mm. trying to show them that like mm. i'm not just hannah's younger sister i'm not just going to Mm. sc because everyone else went to sc it was like Mm. i actually worked for it but when people like doubt that that's when like i get so angry that i want to do more and i just try to do everything Mm. and i try to seem like i'm doing this and i'm doing this and i'm doing this in all different aspects but um i think at a you know too much of a good thing is always a bad thing and so i think in that way it's also a curse even though like i I do believe it's a motivating factor. Can you can you like expand a little bit more upon like what you mean by like you think it, it can be a curse? Oh yeah. So I think to get more specific and into an example, it's like um in my freshman and sophomore year of college, I was you know, I was the I was a song girl and I think it was uh a little bit more blown up than what it would be because I was the only Asian and so I feel like I had this duty or responsibility to represent Asians or to mm. be um, like an, uh, I guess, a role model for like younger Asian Americans. But to me, it was like, that's a lot of pressure too, you know? And yeah. so it was that and just being on a dance team and also grades for me have always been like, uh, just like a huge thing in ter- because I had that insecurity of like people looking at me like I'm dumb and I didn't I don't deserve to like be at USC and so I really felt the need to keep that up um, and so basically I was trying to be really like perfect in everything and it's a curse because I feel like now or always I've felt the need to exceed what I've already accomplished and oh. so it's almost like I never want to peak. I never want people to be like, oh, she peaked in like freshman year because she was a song girl. It, I want it to be like, <laughs> yes. oh, fuck. Now she's like yeah. famous. Yeah. See, that's like my thought process was like, okay, now that I did song, I have to be famous for people to be like, oh my God, she's still going. She didn't peak. She's not going down. Like she's still going. And so oh my God, I think that's where the curse comes in because there's only so much I can do before I get to that breaking point. And I feel like I... I like throughout this thing that I'm trying to accomplish there are obviously like mental breakdowns and I think that's where I'm also learning about myself because I don't I get to figure out okay I'm doing too much you know yeah but 
because it's my personality those breakdowns don't mean a lot because yeah. the next day i'm like okay back on and let's get famous <laughs> She's like, okay, that's the only oh breakdown that I can afford for the week. I've like met the quota, I yeah. met the cap. No, I used to like, like my breakdowns. It was almost scheduled. I would have a monthly oh one. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> Where I would no, I was so it was very toxic. But I would like disappear from like my friends. I wouldn't talk mm. to my family. I would just be closed off because I was so pissed that I was breaking down because I was like. I have no time oh to gosh, cry. I'm freaking out! I'm freaking out! <laughs> like you would get so upset that it let you, that that you let it bother you that much. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so crazy. Do you feel like that as well? Um. Well, because you know me, like I don't like feeling content. Like mm. I don't know. For me, so it's not like me trying to be famous. I don't want to be famous. But for me, it's more like you only live life once. Like why feel satisfied with this, even though that yeah. may be like close to 100 percent, mm-hmm. just in the moment with like i don't know your willingness and your the capability like maybe in the moment that is all you need really mm-hmm. to feel happy and satisfied but mm-hmm. for me it's like never enough oh, but recently yeah. because of quarantine it was just kind of like i mean we joked about it last time but me going 200 miles per hour it's crazy because i feel like i psych myself out but but also i don't like showing people that mm. Maybe like one of the few friends I do show like is like Hannah and I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like I'm stressed. I'm really stressed, but mm. I'm very good at like vocalizing it. I don't really ever shut anybody off. Uh-huh. I like to tell the people, I like to tell my close friends family, like don't talk to me right now because I'm freaking out because of X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. And then I'll have like a couple hours and then, and then I'll be like, okay, I feel better mm. because blah, 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 blah. I don't mm. know. But yeah, it's, it's like. I was going to ask you this really specific question and it's kind of weird. It's okay. Do you feel like when you're stressed, uh-huh. like does your brain feel so high? Like it's like so stimulated that it's like, if I had to draw it out, it's like your brain is shaking a little bit. Like, oh my it's God. just like, that visual is like so perfectly like that was perfect you know what i'm talking no, about yeah like the brain feels like it's being shaken up just just the brain itself like this like a constant frequency vibration yeah and like what? i tell myself like okay don't be stressed like calm down i think that's why i love to breathe like yes breathing because like i don't even know what's stressing me out but i feel stressed and it's just like my brain feels like this mm-hmm. oh, is it almost like okay i don't know if it's for you but it almost feels like when i'm not stressed it's like am i being lazy or it's like i should be i Mm. should be stressed about something because to me like it's almost i don't know this sounds like kind of crazy but stress and like uh hardship is like the only way i kind of know i'm working hard or i'm like or i really Mm. want something but i guess in a way that could be bad too because it shouldn't always be like that but I, when I feel like okay and content, that's when I also get stressed because there's always that thing in the back of my mind where it's like, you can always do better. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't want to bring in social media because this is like a whole other conversation. But when I am in states like that, I'll see people like who humble me, right? Like, oh, they started a business and mm-hmm. they're my age or they make x amount and it's they they don't work a nine to five um they own all these jewelry pieces of clothing that i want but i don't know don't have the luxury of affording right now so it's like all right so this is not where i need to stop like i need to i need to keep going Mm -hmm. to to be able to obtain that Hmm. so for me it's not so much like 
I thrive on stress because I really don't. I have a really low stress tolerance. Oh, but for me, it's like, like I said, like you only live once. So why be content with like, right. if you've, if you were capable of reaching this, right? Yeah. Like not easily, but you were able to reach it. Uh-huh. Why not push yourself to like go Def- even more? Yeah. yeah. So my only fear is that I've recently realized is just like, oh, am I too focused on the future? Like, am I too focused on what I'm trying to obtain? Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I have so many thoughts because I think that like, Honestly, I think I used to be like, like, go, go, go. Let's, let's go fucking get the bag. Let's go get the best job ever. Like, let me post about it on social media. Like, I want like really big things. But I feel like there was kind of like a switch for me. And why that is, I'm not too sure. But I think I've become so fixated on being present and being content that I'm no longer like stressed out when I'm having a day off I'm like no longer stressed out when I'm like resting because I think it used to be like that like I always needed to be like high anxiety like that's when I was like oh my gosh um I have a paper due in four hours like let me just write out this 10 page paper um and then I I think it got too overwhelming to a certain point and I was like what am I doing all of this for? Because as soon as I would reach that next goal, it would be like, there's another bigger, there's another bigger goal. And like, I, I never even let myself like enjoy it. Like I never let myself like enjoy Mm. the successes and like the accomplishments because it was always like, okay, next. Mm. And so I'm learning to really like, like celebrate everything like celebrate like oh wow like I'm proud of myself for taking a mental health day I'm proud of myself for checking in and being like oh I feel stressed out right now um let me do a breathing exercise and so just like practicing the awareness I think has been like I mean we we talk about awareness all the time but I think that's how I have like learned to check in with myself and prevent burnout because that's where I got was like I got like really 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 burnt out um Mm. so i think that links a lot to like how julie was talking about her content um where it's like you feel like if you can do this why not do this yeah um it's always like an ongoing kind of thing but i also think that's based on personality as well Mm. i think the ability and the uh the privilege to be able to just take a day off and be okay with it and not panic because that gives me stress if Mm. i spend a whole day just like for myself and for myself means like i don't know like when people do self-care like nails and <laughs> facial i just get i just start panicking like during there's a time where i was literally like let me take a self-care day i was literally getting my eyelashes done and as i was going i was going through a panic attack i was like slaying there and I have to be so still but i was like i have to go like i have to go immediately i am so stressed oh right gosh. now yeah and so i don't i don't know if that's like personality based um but yeah, I think it's I think it's different for everyone because it's so hard for me to do that. Like to just be mm. just slow down, I guess. Yeah. Wow, I feel really called out. She really just called me out on my nails and my facial. <laughs> <laughs> every, I'm every, surprised no. you didn't call me out on my chiropractor appointments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. There you go. Yeah. But in terms of like so you seem pretty goal oriented. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Like, let me cross this off. Like, for yeah. me, it's such a satisfying feeling. And, like, it's so funny because I actually don't like it when the to-do list is short. Like, I want it to be long. So then I'm just, like, crossing everything off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I finished that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my God, I do that all the fucking time. <laughs> you guys just make one task five. <laughs> no, yeah, I literally split them like, up. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like, I'll write, oh, I need to... um do the laundry but like like oh the whites and the blacks and the colors like, you know what i mean i mean i don't write that down on my to-do but I like analogy for work stuff right there's the bigger umbrella and then the specific thing i need to do yeah yeah um but have you ever felt like i felt this maybe once or twice but because i'm so fixated on like achieving that goal once you've achieved it hannah you briefly brought it up but like just so not satisfying yeah also right like yeah. it's like uh, i was working so hard towards this yeah hmm the return mm-hmm. the roi God. <laughs> it's not as great as i wanted it to be mm-hmm. it's like well, damn like i mean not not like why did i work so hard towards it but right. it's like wow that was so anticlimactic yeah kind of and i think that's why i feel like we're the same in that once we get that goal and because we have that feeling of oh that's it yeah (laughs) we that's when we like okay then let's go for this because Mm. this is but this is better and like this will give me more yeah and then it just it just keeps going because nothing is ever enough almost yeah that's so sad (laughs) that's why i i mean because i have a little bit of that as well but (laughs) like a little bit (laughs) but i know you do because just of like the past and stuff but. right but i think that's why i'm like trying to appreciate the process a bit more because the process is like literally 90 percent of it and though i'll be like like in it and i'll be like complaining about shit um i also like try not that i succeed at all but i try to be like oh wow i'm really doing this like i'm really like you know like like writing sentence after sentence like achieving like thing after thing to get to this next goal i also want to say that i think both sides like the goal oriented and like those who can like really uh slow down and be present neither is like good or bad and i think what frustrates Mm -hmm. me is the stigma that the go 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 people that's always bad because i think uh that personality and that trait like is what is motivating and is what has gotten me to like achieve the things that I have achieved and I think people to always be like you're not taking time for yourself but and all that like oh that personality is gonna burn you out Mm. I think it's I think that's very um uh different for each person because like I said earlier sometimes it's motivating and sometimes it's paralyzing and both ways there's pros and cons yeah yeah damn yeah 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 i like that it's not like good or bad it's like it's literally just like you're different like you can't really compare exactly and for me personally i think because i'm naturally a go 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 it is nice though like right like once in a while when i am reminded um because recently too my boyfriend was telling me that he was talking to somebody and um, they were just saying like you know sometimes the early bird doesn't get the worm and that reminded me of what we have talked about hannah about you know what by the time you're 30 everything averages out anyways Mm. like not you but like you amongst friends and i think it like 
roots deeper than just, just the surface level for me like wanting to present myself right well and that is also rooted from growing up in such a korean american community of just like pleasing others and um i don't know sometimes i'm like maybe right now it's like okay like quote unquote let's just say leverage in terms of like corporate exposure but i gotta you know like you know by the time we're 30 like it's really it's, it's gonna average out yeah it's gonna average out so mm. That's like comforting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah, the one of the cons of like go, go, go people is that feeling like it's like, oh, I have to get ahead to be successful. And Mm -hmm. like when what you said early bird, you know, sometimes it's complete opposite. Like those who you saw or you thought would be like the CEOs of everything, like they, you know, they mm-hmm. end up at places that you consider, I guess, like not as great as where you are in a way. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Damn. And I think that was my fear. Uh, what you just said, like the people you thought were going to be CEOs, right? Because I feel like growing up, especially within the church, mm-hmm. so many like cheap son names. Oh, Julie's so good at this. Oh, Julie must be good at this. Mm. Oh, Julie like is going to you know go places like they would always say that and it was so much pressure mm-hmm. like are you guys know like just, just any news in the korean community travels so freaking quickly oh, yeah. i think that's also why freshman year was kind of rough for me you freshman know? year in uh, of college oh, just like i think that's also why i just didn't want to be in anything mm, yeah yeah and it's weird because i wouldn't necessarily say i was ever afraid of rejection Although I will say freshman year is the first time I got rejected mm. from a uh, from a club from Same. a club. It changed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One rejection changed me. Or it kind <laughs> of just opened your eyes to realize that like everything in life, a lot of it is just like luck or who you know mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, the Korean community thing that plays a huge part, and I think why so many of us like <laughs> Korean Americans like want to do so well too it's not only like these the tiger parents it's the yeah. fact that whatever you do will go around and everyone will know or what you don't do exactly yeah i think i think that like just the korean community i always say like oh it's toxic um but of course there's a flip side to it like it could be motivating to be like oh you know like my mom's gonna be able to like um like talk about like our accomplishments because she's proud but i think at a certain point i started to like literally like resent the fact that like my parents were so involved in the korean community because i think i misunderstood their motivations like i always thought like not always but there was a point when i started to think like oh my parents only want me to become like a doctor or lawyer so that they can brag to their friends but it was never really that it was more like we want these like possible career choices for you because it's going to make it so that you're financially like stable um so that you'll like be okay in the future and you'll have like a good like backing um and so i think like my judgment of them like that was really really misguided like it wasn't so that they could just brag to their parents though that is a a little bit a little bit just <laughs> add on you know small benefit or topping <laughs> yes garnish yeah. um ultimately like it's not that um so i think yeah 
being in the community in the korean community can be both toxic and motivating because you get to you know like yeah it's it's nice to be like oh <laughs> you know this like oh yeah i'm related to her yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally everyone's related to each other yeah. in our community <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so crazy because the whole idea of like pushing your kid to like go that stem route of like doctor lawyer Mm. it's so crazy because i i just recently talked to my mom about it and i was just telling her how much pressure it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) that she pushed me to want to pursue that career um and she was just like wait hold your horses like who said that and i was like yeah you would like always push me to like blah blah blah. she's like no i never and, and it was so crazy because just the narrative was so twisted in my head uh. because in elementary school, I, so the show was like, no, you came to me and you were like, you want to be a bone doctor. And so I, I, as in my mom, my mom was like, just like, you know, encouraging me. So that's why she was like, yes, you can do it. You can do it. You can become a uh. doctor. And then it's so crazy because just like I connected that like, oh my God, that made her so happy. What oh. I said made her so happy. That must be what she wants me to do. Oh. And so, I don't know, somewhere in the middle, somewhere in middle school and high school, it was like, oh, that's what my mom wants me to do. And so, you know, I think for her, it was like, because I had mentioned this in like elementary school, early middle school, she was trying to encourage me. And that's why she was like, oh, so-and-so's daughter is a doctor. Oh, so-and-so's son is pursuing medical school. Like, And to me, though, that was translated as like oh my mom really wants me to go into this route Mm. and so i remember just like internalizing this i don't know just this yeah yeah, like fear and like oh my god my mom wants me to become this but i don't want to become this and so then that i i did blame on my mom right but recently talking about it with her recently as in maybe like last year i don't know last year two years ago she was like no like no you can do you can be whatever you want like you were the one that came to me and said you wanted to be a doctor so i was just trying to support you by telling you so-and-so's daughter is a doctor and -and so-and-so's son is pursuing this route and research and blah 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 wow how crazy is that (laughs) that's okay that's crazy because i feel like i went through the exact (laughs) exact same (laughs) fucking thing like but mine was Mine was always when I was younger, like, obviously, I was like, I was like, I want to be famous, you know? (laughs) And so when I was going to college, my parents, this whole song girl thing, I did not want to do it. I never, like, touched a pom-pom in my life, and I didn't want to. But then my parents were, like, really pushing me to audition, and I Mm. was like, oh, they just want to do this so that they can, like, you know, Mm, yeah, to because they want me to do it, and they want to say, like, you know, oh, you're my daughter's a song girl, but... Later, what I realized is that, because later I was like, like, mom and dad, I feel like you pushed me into doing something that I didn't want to do at that time. But then their response was like, what are you talking about? Like, we pushed you to do that because you wanted to be famous. And we think that this is the best route for you to get to that, like, your end goal. And so... Like, I feel like I also twisted it into being like, mom and dad, like, you just want, you want me to be famous. It's like, no, you wanted to be famous, you know? Um, Yeah. So, wow, I really felt, I felt that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because then you realize, like, that it was my, it was my decision. Or they took it as that. They've seen it as that the whole time. Um, Wow. It's crazy how, like, 
trying to be encouraging about something can be misconstrued as like yeah i want this for you yeah because you don't realize like like you have to be careful with your words yeah and like what you share because they're not getting the constant updates like in your brain that you're Mm. making yeah so this is like perfect cue for i swear this one quote your therapist maybe told you it's like my my mantra now i don't know uncommunicated expectations are predetermined disappointments i guess so i guess this part is hannah's part this is a hannah quote because it's not disappointments but isn't isn't this so fitting too yeah oh god yeah because we didn't communicate to our parents right or like if we if we had expressed the way we had felt sooner rather Mm -hmm. than after the fact yeah you know then we probably would have saved ourselves a lot of stress or yep (laughs) or yeah just like self-sabotage and like yeah because you know i was really struggling like oh i need to be that perfect daughter and like be a doctor because you know my parents quote-unquote want it (laughs) and um if i i think that for me was the biggest like being a a quote-unquote failure for me it was like oh Mm. But all this time it wasn't it wasn't what they wanted <laughs> this mm-hmm. entire time <laughs> right right i mean for you kara like okay so i always like refer back to this but in 2017 i had tweeted out a photo at a usc football game of the song girls mm-hmm. and <laughs> the caption was when you meet the minimum diversity requirement oh. and it was just all white girls one asian girl and one black girl. Uh huh. And then two years later, <laughs> I followed up and I said, Wow, two years later, my sister is now oh, the, the diversity <laughs> requirement. That's actually crazy. Oh my God. It's also funny because I don't have Twitter, so I did not even know that she changed. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember. Oh my gosh. The picture. That's, that's wild. So going into that, like, I feel like. Yeah, song was like a huge... I think I learned more about myself because I did song than I Mm. thought I would ever. Um, Mainly because, you know, obviously I showed up to this audition like being one of... I think there was three or four other Asian girls out of 80. 80 (gasps) girls in that whole audition room. And on the whole judges panel, which had about like 10 people, none of them are Asian. So Mm. I already went into this thinking like okay, I have this against myself. Like I, my, mm. me being Asian is a disadvantage right now. But that also like gave me the mindset like, okay, fuck it, just do it and do it better than everyone else, <laughs> you know? And so I I like got through like until the final round and I ended up getting rejected. And like, what's funny is that, okay, all rejection hurts, but this one was like different because I felt like, oh, I know that there's only like one Asian and one black girl and I know that they already have an Asian girl. And so my, this rejection was more like, oh it just gosh. sucked because it was like, it felt like I could do nothing about it. Like no matter how great I danced at the audition mm. because of my Asian-ness, I, I, I was rejected. And then two weeks later I got accepted, um, which was also just like, I just felt like like you know i felt like give me an answer yeah because i was like what am i what my identity crisis (laughs) but then also like they i like she called me in and they literally just threw pom-poms at me and i was like what the fuck five pounds ten pounds yeah 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 and then then so i was like okay now i'm that asian girl and then Mm. once i got 
um, on the team that spread through the Korean community like wildfire. wildfire. And it scared me because like all these moms are coming up to my mom and being like, oh, like your daughter is like representing like all of this, like the Korean Americans and like we're so proud of her and like we can't wait till she's out there and like <laughs> all this stuff. And I just, it like freaked me out because mm -hmm. I was already dealing with feeling like I'm left out because I was Asian and because mm. on the team um I mean I obviously joined late and so they already knew all, like each other and I was the only one who wasn't in Greek life mm. so that was like also a huge thing I just felt like okay I already have I'm already Asian <laughs> I'm already Asian um, see that's like crazy <laughs> that I even thought that like I'm already Asian I'm also not in um <laughs> kappa kappa or whatever um and so yeah i just felt like a lot of things were against me and because of that i had a very negative um attitude in song and which i regret mm. but um i think it was also a learning experience because i realized like that was the first time i didn't really feel the need to like try to be white or i'd never felt the mm. need to like go into greek life um because it's kind of contradicting, but uh, because of all the Korean Americans that are like, oh my gosh, like Kara, you're the Asian one. I felt like I had to fit that position and like be proud of like who I was and like being, even though I was like considered, I don't like saying token Asian, I would, um, yeah, it just helped me like, I guess love like my Asian-ness. And I always like, I felt like I never really tried to be white um, after like middle school, you know, when you're like, <laughs> I hate K-pop. You know, I feel like I kind of accepted it before that. But this especially, I was like, mm. okay, like, I feel pretty, like, confident in, like, who I am, I guess, as a mm. Korean. And so I think that was, like, a really good experience for, like, myself and just, like, for everything. And so it went from mom and dad, like, you forced me to do this to, like, oh, thank you for letting me experience, like, something that uh, will, I guess, uh, confirm, like, my uh, Korean american identity the, the chola yes yeah, yeah. the chola girl the chola girl in you yeah. 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 well did you ever like like yeah did you ever have experiences where people were like where you felt the oh i'm speaking on behalf of all asian people ever or like, dancing on behalf <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know pumping that fist that v for all the korean americans <laughs> no yeah for sure i uh and it ranged from ages, really. Like, there's, um, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. But, like, young girls, I, I started to notice a lot of the Asians would obviously, like, come up to me. And uh, they're like, oh, like, I wanted to be a song girl for so long. And it's like, mm. and, you know, they're young. And so they just say whatever they want. They're like, but I always see, like, there's only one that's allowed on the team. It's <gasps> um, so sad. No, it's really sad. And, like, it, it like, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And so I didn't really know how to honestly respond. Yeah. And like, so they, they would ask me like, oh, like, how did you do it? Like, how did you beat all the other girls? And it's really yeah. like, um, honestly, still to this day, don't really know how to respond to them because that is just how it is um, yeah. in the program. And sometimes you just got to work with what you got. Um, mm. And for me, it was more like... I honestly don't think I had the right mentality like going into it but once I got there I feel like my change in mindset was really what uh I guess was like impactful and so 
um yeah like other than like the younger girls and like trying to be an inspiration to them i mean i always just say like do your best you know if you really want it then like you can do it and if timing works um in terms of just like who's on the team then it works out but yeah other than that like just like like friends and like even older like people would just like a lot of times we're walking outside in like our uniforms or we try to cover it up but you know mm. we're obviously in red lipstick and everything and like one time there's this um old not old but like older uh asian guy he uh we were walking outside and he was just like oh like thanks for representing like all the asians who like want to be i guess uh like seen as uh, I don't even remember what he was saying but he was just like thanking me for being the Asian on the team and I just like all, a lot of times like I didn't know how to huh. you know feel because to me it's like why are you what am I doing for you to thank me in a way um so in that way I felt more pressure to be like oh like do I have to say something do I have to be like yes like I'm here to because I want to empower all these Asians it was like I felt like I didn't um not deserve but uh i couldn't fit into that like role model uh role that i people were like starting to see me as and so like so for example like in my old volunteer group las niñas like they wanted me to like speak as um just like my experience being uh one of the minorities on the team and um yeah it was just things like that where i feel like it was like a lot of pressure to fit into that role that I didn't really go into it thinking that I was going to be seen as that. I don't know. Do you almost feel like it was weird that people like it was like I didn't think like making the team I would like have even this like ability to impact I guess I didn't think it was that big. I honestly didn't think it was a big deal at all. I thought it would just be dancing but because I was Asian it came with a whole nother set of like feeling of responsibility that I think other girls like don't really have mm. does that make wow. sense yeah um and even if it was like unsaid it was you know d- dad like it's not a bad thing because I think uh he was just pointing it out but he was like you do realize that like like I can tell you don't like like to make it a big deal and you don't like to share it but you are the Asian and you are like a role model to all the young Asian girls who don't even try out because they're scared of the fact that they're Asian and they that will like be a disadvantage to them um right so well how did you how did you like cope with like you know people expecting you to be the Asian representative and to like um like you said like come out and like what make statements or be like yes like you know like I'm doing this for all of like the young Asian girls Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I felt like because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel like I had the place to like, you know, go to a large group, like gathering and literally like ha- make a speech. The way I did it was not falling into the pressures of like joining Greek life or posting a certain picture, like how the others are doing or acting a certain way. It was really like, like be true to your Korean self and just your confidence will like obviously exude and like people will be able to tell like oh this girl isn't trying to be like white and she isn't trying Mm -hmm. to be like 
like the others like i still kept with my c3 friends i still people still called me like a fob because like i had mainly asian friends and stuff like that it was within your team or no like when i like freshman year when i was in kcm and mm. stuff like my friends would be like oh she's turning into like a k-pop star and stuff mm. like that and which is stuff like i'm okay with because i was like super i am still like super into k-pop k-drama and so i just made sure like i was tuned in with myself and i didn't change any of that i guess right uh, there were just so many thoughts that like rushed into my head because like i mean i think it's so sad like what you said right like when some of the little girls were like oh there's only like one asian on the team like that, that it's so sad like and i wish for your experience how you were saying how you didn't know how to respond mm -hmm. it was probably because like you know you probably wish people would just look at you as kara right, right. not mm -hmm. i don't know i'm sure sometimes not for being korean but just like kara right yes yeah. but also at the same time like because I had people to look up to. like if I was a little kid like I had people to look up to like you mm -hmm. as an example yeah um and that's why I am confident in being Korean American right mm -hmm. so like I can see where like your dad like and you taking that you know pride in being the Asian representative mm -hmm. of you know song girls like I could see how it can impact a lot yes yeah. so I think you pointed out such a good point that I couldn't really get out into words but it was I think I also partially didn't know how to respond to those things because of that wish to be the Asian you know yeah. uh, American <clears throat> but also to wanting to be just like just like i'm just a team member and yeah. i'm just like a dancer on the team that got on because i'm a dancer and you know for like i want to be seen for like my talents yeah yeah and so yeah. i think yeah that was a very good point but right like at a basic like bringing it down to the very like ground level like you're just a human yeah and yeah. i think that yeah. has to do also like this just reminded me of this this has nothing to do with song but it reminded <laughs> me of um one time like someone saw uh one of my like hip-hop routines and then they were like oh like that seems so intense or so hard for like a girl like you you did you're like you're so good and to me it was like oh i don't see that as a compliment even though i know it's coming from a good place it's like can you just yeah. see me for me without comparing it to to literally something that's so irrelevant it's yeah. like gender yeah. yeah it's like so for just because i'm a girl i'm good like um, it's like just see me for my talent rather mm -hmm. than comparing it to anything else so i think yeah yeah because right. i think that like when they focus on like points like your gender your race um or even like the people that you're connected with it minimizes like your actual accomplishments or like who you are mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah that totally makes sense damn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even in high school, I remember when people were like, oh my gosh, you have a sister? Like, you're like mini Hannah. And so I think like even that, it, it from, even from my perspective, I was always like, damn, I don't know how it must feel to like constantly be compared um, from like a older sister type thing. And then mm -hmm. even like with my own personal experiences, everyone was always like oh like you're Kara's sister like <laughs> you're the asian song girl sister <laughs> i'm like yeah um <laughs> yeah. so i think just in general like comparison hurts but also like 
of course i'm just like i'm proud of you like it's just like oh you're literally just a different human than me right Right. so yeah i was wondering do you do you and rachel get compared a lot this is so random but um i think when we were younger Mm. so i don't want to speak for her because i don't i don't really know like um because because we're sisters i don't know about you guys but there's just like a certain way i view her or i think like i'm i feel like i'm a lot more family oriented and i think sometimes she finds it easier to tell her friends but like i said just recently i realized just how different we are Mm -hmm. so sometimes we'll talk about it and she can correct me on the next episode if she listens to this i feel like it was a lot harder for her to like find her identity because whatever i wore it was handed down to her and she had to wear Mm -hmm. you know where like Mm -hmm. i got to pick out everything i wanted it just okay well it doesn't fit me anymore so rachel gets to hand me down Mm, um and so that's just like a small example of like her not being able to voice her opinions of what she liked what she didn't like um we were very i want to say we were similar when we were younger but that goes back to like i just feel like she didn't really have a voice when she was younger Mm. but now we're so different really we're so different in what ways every single thing sounds like yeah no we're so different (laughs) no well like no i'm i'm talking about the most granular things too like like her interests Uh uh-huh it's so hard because for me at least okay so i don't know about you guys but when one of you guys are fighting with your parents right Mm -hmm. i really do want to be on my sister's side but sometimes it's so hard because i really want to just be on her side for the sake of being on my sister's side because my parents you know like they're they're a couple so yeah they're gonna support one another so i want to be there for my sister but I just don't agree with her at all. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I just don't agree with her. So <laughs> do you agree with this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I really want to be there to support her and make her not feel like it's three against one. But yes. it's like, oh, but I don't, I really, right. really, I can't even uh, bend it a little bit to uh-huh. agree with you. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel that. Well, I feel like I'm shocked that you're shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked because because I feel like especially during quarantine when we're going through shit um I felt like did it not feel like three against one all the time yeah exactly that's why I'm, I'm why are you shocked well <laughs> no <laughs> well I'm just shocked because like like Julie uh-huh. like you I'm the older sister, right? <laughs> yeah. And when my parents are getting into shit with Kara, I feel like I'm, I try to really take your side. <laughs> yeah. But but the fact that you don't take my side. Okay. Let me clarify. <laughs> Is that the wasabi in your guys' relationship? <laughs> <laughs> when I say like t- not taking your side, I will only not take your side when I when I really don't agree with it because of what's the point? I you know, like to take your side when it's not the side that I agree with. And it's oh. and I think that's based on my personality because I think my personality is more similar to our parents than yours. To oh. our parents. Wait, and I will say the same thing. I feel like my personality is very similar to my parents where Rachel's kind of the odd one out mm. in terms of the way she approaches things like 
But I think it's harder for Rachel mm-hmm. because I am the first child. And so because my parents are used to raising a first child that is just like them, they expect the same from her. Uh, I'm not saying you have it easy or you have it easy either, but right. you know what I mean? But no, because, yeah. yeah, because their first try was me and I'm just like them. <laughs> right. It's like they expect the same from Rachel. And that's why I feel like sometimes just the, the pure fact of that yes. is why they also butt heads. Mm. Yeah. I can also see, like, if I put myself in Rachel's shoes, I can see how that could um paralyze yes yeah because it's like if it's not my personality but they don't understand that and they don't understand Mm -hmm. that i take things differently then it seems that i'm just not good enough Mm. um yeah when it's not that when it's just i'm just completely different which is not bad at all yeah um and i think once again parents need to understand that (laughs) (laughs) and i think siblings need to understand that because i didn't know that about hannah honestly that's why Mm. there was so much tension i think within the house because all of us didn't really fully understand what your true personality was like because you were always just listening to what they said and just doing what Mm. they like kind of wanted you to do i feel like you honestly found yourself more when we also discovered like who you really were mm. yeah agree oh i think that's a huge i think that's a huge like turning point in our family's dynamic and our relationship mm. because i think like i had like never wanted to like cause conflict within my family so i would just always like do what they said get straight a's like i was close to a perfect child i would say and so when I finally started to find myself and kind of like rebel from the image that like I think my family thought that I was or from who my family thought that I was that's where like I felt like my my family wasn't really like accepting me for who for who I was Mm. because it was finally coming out Mm. um Mm. after 20 plus years no it was literally (laughs) and that's why it came off as like us not accepting you but for us it was like she was like this for 20 years yeah what is this like is this her just being rebellious like sachungi coming in hella late yeah yeah (laughs) i was like oh is it like she didn't get this phase when she was younger so she's doing it (laughs) she's doing it now it's like that's so it's so odd and we couldn't really figure it out i guess Mm. um and then we realized oh maybe she was being controlled her whole life (laughs) 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 and this is who she truly was underneath all of it yeah and so one thing that really, really, like, changed Kara and I's relationship was actually when, like, um, Kara had texted me. And she texted me this because she's unable to talk express emotions. her emotions. Mm. Um, but she's she's working on I'm that, excited, right? I'm excited. <laughs> but she had texted <laughs> me, like, something, like, something to the effect of, like, oh, I accept you for, like, who you are. And I'm, I want to meet you where you're at. And... <laughs> oh my god that was like oh like it was literally like weight off my shoulders stroke yeah yeah Yeah. no it was like truly like weight off my shoulders because i was like oh i didn't even realize that i felt like unaccepted by my family until i was finally accepted Mm -hmm. yeah because it would come out because i can't talk about my emotions it would come out where i'm just me we had honestly a really bad relationship for a lot of quarantine like Mm -hmm. i was mean to her but it came out because 
I thought it's like you were doing so well and you were like the role model to me mm. and then for her, and so to me it kind of seemed like oh I know you want to achieve like you want to keep achieving but you're just not and so mm. that to me was almost like oh like why you know yeah and so that came out of like despite I guess that came uh. out in ways of just like I was just being mean, you know? And mm. then I realized, like, that's, this is just screwing our relationship up. And so that's when I also realized, like, I can't... I also can't have these expectations of her if that's just not even what she wants. And I didn't mm. know that. I thought those are what she wanted. And that's why I was acting that way. Because I was like, why the fuck aren't you doing the things to get you there, you know? Yeah. Um. But... Wait, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. like, me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally, like okay well if you want to get there for my example me and my sister i'm like Mm -hmm. well why aren't you applying to internships Mm -hmm. like why aren't you like reaching out like to so and so like i'm literally always like pestering like use me like Mm -hmm. use me like Mm -hmm. you have an older sister like who has friends Mm -hmm. who has friends like use me right but that's such a good point Mm -hmm. maybe that's not even what she wants yeah maybe that's not even what she wants (laughs) yeah I think it's also crazy though that uh like full circle right like you guys mm-hmm. i think it's crazy no yeah. yeah that i think that realization and just realizing that like people are actually different <laughs> yeah it sounds so like dumb to say no i had a face i had a face when i was like whoa right i, I think it was when our group of friends had our values conversation oh was yeah. when i realized uh, whoa a big eye opener whoa mm-hmm. yeah yeah, because what people value are just, you don't realize, like, that's just how different people think. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. because, like, naturally, you just think the way that you're thinking is kind of right, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're you're like, I don't understand how you're thinking this way, but if you don't even have the knowledge that, like, people think differently than you do, then you're just going to be like, what the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. why, yeah, I think not only parents have to understand how their children are different but just like friends siblings everything just all relationships in general and it's it's also interesting that you're like oh maybe rachel's like this like you don't know and it's just crazy that it's kind of the way people think i feel like it's something that because you think it's it's just like normal to think like that you don't think to say to say what you actually um like i guess value unless you label it like let's have a value like conversation like what do you yeah. value you know because yeah it's just kind of <laughs> we had an attempt because when we did it i was like oh Rachel, like look at this list like what do you value <laughs> i'm sorry i don't remember the three <laughs> but it was not none of the three were the same really? as mine like very far off oh, like wow. i wouldn't have those three wouldn't even have come close to being really? my like wow yeah top 10 like i don't know but um yeah, yeah, so we try to have that conversation and she was like, why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> it was so foreign, you know? Like, we don't really talk about it. Yeah, and I think right. being the youngest child, she's so used to like, yeah, like us kind of guiding her or just doing it for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So ah, uh, just environment is so crazy. And yep. yeah, that's true. I would also like to point out that you two are alike. You know, I actually really get along with Rachel. I know. <laughs> I know. I legit. I'm like, 
I go into her room and I just hang out with Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> like Julie started washing up. She was like, I'm going to wash my face, take off all my makeup. Meanwhile, like I'm still in no. Rachel's room. <laughs> I didn't even tell them I was going to wash my face. I was just waiting in my room by myself. <laughs> I was like, all right, when are they coming into my room? And I was like, mm, okay, like 10 minutes passed, 20 minutes passed. Mm, I should probably wash my face. So I was like, mm, all right, <laughs> go to the restroom, make myself comfy. And like mid-wash, I was like, oh, I, w- oh, I wonder what Julie's doing. <laughs> Finally to them. And so... she's washing up wait that's so funny because as i was talking because i also like okay i know you and i see you like every day but um (laughs) i live here what are you talking about um, but like i feel like i didn't know like that about you because like you yeah yeah yeah. but yeah that's interesting because yeah just opposites or do you feel like people are like that with you too right like they kind of know you but they don't know the extent to those traits yes right because i think people know that about me too like they know i'm probably like a go-getter like a self-starter but i don't think they know to like Mm -hmm. what extent yes yeah and i think that also plays into like when i would have these monthly breakdowns um (laughs) people would like don't really understand it Mm. um and i'm not the type to talk about emotion and so and I'm also not the type to kind of show like how much I'm trying. Like I don't, I'm not like trying to hide it and like trying to act like, oh, it comes naturally. But I'm also not like, mm. I'm like, Ugh. like yeah. doing like writing out like Studying. everything or like, yeah, memorizing literally every single word for that test. Um, wow. And so, yeah, I think that also comes into. Well, that's the secret sauce. <laughs> I have a question. So you julie always like say like oh i want to present this mm. packaged view of myself like I, yeah. I i want people to you know see like a very pretty image of me do you also feel like that yes um i think that also plays into why i want to keep exceeding what i've done because mm. if people have this like view of me like oh she's perfect it's like I feel like it's almost like for perfect people you kind of want to see them fall. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh. And I don't want and like my whole thing is like I do a lot of the things I do to like prove people wrong because I know they like think I'm dumb or mm. they know I don't I didn't like or they just think that I didn't deserve it, I guess. And mm. so for me like proving that to them is like one of my main motivators and i don't know like i always question like it's not bad because it's like i'm kind of um trying to satisfy others around me rather than myself Mm. but if it's a motivator is it bad i don't know i don't Mm. know but i think yeah yeah, that definitely well i don't want to put words in your mouth but as you just said like you don't want to show people how much effort you put into it. Mm-hmm. I think that has, that's also like a presenting yourself packaged. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. cause I feel like I'm like that too. Like, mm. um, yeah, just cause if you don't share it, how do they know? Mm-hmm. And if you've gotten there, like, I don't know. Cause like we can all try to get there and there might've been a lot of like hurdles and stuff, but it's like, in the end, people only know that you got there if you don't share the (laughs) middle part, which I'm not like, you know, I'm sure you don't hide that from everybody. Mm -hmm. Like the people who know, probably know people you want to share that with, you probably share with, but I think that is a huge part of the presenting myself perfectly. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. Cause I feel like naturally you don't want people to know that you like struggle to, Mm -hmm. or that you, 
I don't know, month, like those monthly, I always refer to these monthly <laughs> breakdowns, which I don't have anymore, but. Oh, that's way. good. That's good. Yeah. Yay. Or at least we've been on a two month streak. Guys. Yay. <laughs> I now no longer go into her room and she's just on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think though, okay. Um, let me know if you feel this way too, but sometimes because I want people to know that I'm not just getting this because of money or connections or whatever. Sometimes I like to. I'm not saying I like the attention of like my breakdowns or something, but it kind of, um, not even my breakdowns. I do like showing them that middle part and showing how hard I'm working just so that they know, like, mm. or they don't assume like, oh, you're just, you're not doing any work and you're getting these because that's, um, yeah, that's some, that's part of like what I want to prove to them. That's like, it's all my doing, I guess. Mm. Um, and so in, in a way, like my hard work is something that I, I really don't try to hide, but it's also, I'm not trying to like shove it in people's like faces, you know? Mm. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think I've noticed this about myself. I do think I take on, even though I'm always like, oh, I don't like a victimization mentality. I do think I share a lot of like the struggles that I go through in order to potentially like pr- protect protect the outcome if that makes sense like if i'm constantly showing people like my vulnerable side like oh i'm you know i'm having like a month uh a hard time with my anxiety or um like i just like have like these like down feelings i feel like people are better able to understand if i like don't achieve the goal so it's almost like oh shoot like showing the imperfections because i truly like don't believe that i'm gonna like reach my goal i don't think i've ever thought like that yeah that's why i'm so vulnerable with people Mm. is because i think i'm i was so like told that i'm perfect my entire life so now like one of my main one of the things that i do a lot Uh is like show like show people i'm not perfect i'm not perfect like i don't want you guys to set these expectations of me that i've had my entire life like because i'm unable to handle it anymore Hmm. i think i think i'm too stubborn (laughs) you know i would never use that word to describe myself but like for me i don't know if somebody had that expectation of me i'd want to meet it and do more and like for me I don't necessarily know if I would share the process but if somebody were to ever doubt like you best know I have a desk file of no I did this and I did this and I did Mm. this and that's why like Mm. yeah like just I I do log everything that I do though and I'm talking about like, like just right now currently like let's say work work related like I write everything down like to the minute specific number mm. of I don't know things that I process maybe not the exact number but a range of numbers right right and everything I'm picking up so this person knows yeah I work really fast but if I don't respond to you in one minute it's because I'm also doing these other things Aww. and so I don't mm, yeah yeah that's so interesting yeah that is really interesting i think that's also just the personality thing yeah it yeah. really is yeah oh maybe prideful maybe not stubborn but too prideful mm. in myself mm. which is crazy because i think everybody goes through 
we are ever changing, right? Oh yeah. I feel like as a kid, I really used to be like this, mm. and then I think I died down a lot. Maybe like college, but I think recently it's picked back up a like, lot. Like your pridefulness is. Yeah, like kind of like a stu- not stubborn, but yeah, like a pride. Super like for a while, I felt like I wasn't really competitive anymore, but like this competitiveness within me, like. It's brewing. You disagree? You disagree? No, I agree. Like I feel like it died down a bit. For for a hot sec it died down and mm-hmm. then it just like it's on the rise again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I'm just thinking because I think I think exactly like you do. Wait, and I have a concluding thought to uh-huh. it actually. I think I used to be like that. And remember there was a phase when I was like, oh, I don't want to be like that. Right. So I was really challenging who I naturally was. Like trying really? to be okay with like if I was going on a date, the person being like super late or like I was really challenging like not being ticked off by the things that normally tick me off. Mm. But I think the conclusion is, I mean, we can all work to become better people, uh-huh. but I want to be at the point where I can be unapologetically myself. Mm, yeah. And we're all so different, you know? Like, yeah. I do feel I am pretty open-minded. So like, yeah, like you do you. But for me, it is a personality thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to live for others. But you know what? If that motivates me, then if that helps me to be the best version of myself. Right. In moderation. Mm-hmm. Everything in moderation. Yes. You know what I mean? Everything in moderation. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just want to get to that point where I can be unapologetically myself. Wow. Wow. She said it all, folks. <laughs> I think in terms of like, you know, we wanted to touch upon, you know, your breaking point. And it's so crazy because even before, like, I mean, I want to share some stories. Kara, I wanted you to share your stories. But in the end, it's all about balance. Yeah. Like it really is, right? And it's hard. And that's why, Hannah, when you were going through such a hard time last year, do you remember? I was telling you, like, I wish I could help. I, I just don't know how because it's something you have to realize on your own. Mm-hmm. And care to your point however you figure that out it's subjective it's you know it's just it's yourself it's we're all different we're all all of us are so different what might work for you doesn't work for me and yeah and it goes the same way for even like us like who have similar personalities like what works for you too may still not work for me because there's so many complexities and just who everyone is and we're all just so uniquely different and so it's so important to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody today and I just feel like 2020, everybody had the chance to like ultra, like uh, what's the, what's higher than ultra? Like, like infinity, <laughs> <laughs> infinity, introspective reflection, like be able to reflect on themselves. Um, at least for me, I feel like everyone I've talked to since quarantine happened, everyone just kind of understands other people a little better. Mm. Not by a lot, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, every, I feel like everybody's become a little, little bit more open-minded. For sure. Or maybe that's just me. Or maybe that's just me, optim- me being optimistic. I don't know, but... No, I agree. I, I still know people who are very opinionated, very strong-headed, but it's like knowing that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like being okay with not agreeing with the other person Mm -hmm. um so yeah well it's i'm gonna add to it 
I feel like everyone in the beginning or it's it's different of course for everyone but in the beginning for pandemic for me personally it was like such a pessimistic view of like what it was but now like realizing how much how much I wouldn't have experienced if I was mm. out in the world still on that go 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 um, still breaking down every month not realizing that there is a possibility for a balance um, I think I only realized that in quarantine because I had to literally just live with my thoughts I had to like that go 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 is also part of like me being like let me let me get away from my head because I hate oh. that voice in my you know in my mm. head but now it's like oh, I learned like oh I have to live with it because it's fucking me but yeah um wow this was a very insightful conversation it's so crazy that yeah. i can hear you through the wall but we've never talked about all this stuff yeah um so yeah thank you i for texted her. to you though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if you guys want to check out kara's instagram it's k-a-r-a-s-k-y-e underscore underscore um is there anything else you want to plug no nothing else okay 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 uh yeah support her dancing support her uh uh modeling support chaotic three yes um but yeah thank you so much you can find us on instagram and tiktok at prugogi.podcast and on twitter at prugogi podcast you can find me on instagram at hannah cat if you don't know how to spell it by now, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though. Um, yeah, me too. I don't want to spell it out. I'm not in the mood. It's bejulified. All righty. All righty. Yay. Yay. Okay. One, One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all so scary. I forgot. Oh, the character doesn't listen to us. She ain't a cookie. Oh. Ooh, it's a ooh, it's not a ah, it's oh, a ooh, okay, ooh, 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 okay, on three, okay, okay. Ooh. One, One, two, three. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Be Wait, calm. Am I, am I high? Oh, any no, oh, any no, okay. Oh, she, oh, she's, oh, oh she's, she's getting ready. She's, uh, okay. You can do it too? Okay, okay, actually, one, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was great. That was great. Okay. Bye. Thanks for having me. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.